Welcome to the NCEA podcast. I'm Colleen McCoy-Sika, Director of Professional Learning. And this week, Jill Annabel, NCEA's Executive Vice President for Programs, is here to talk with me about the NCEA 2022 convention. But first, we would like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Archangel Tablets. Archangel Tablets, an NCEA ambassador partner, is a full-service supplier of classroom technology and provides crucial decision-making and implementation support for K-12 schools in the United States. They work hard to put more devices into students' hands while offering flexible financing options to Catholic schools. So, Jill, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to talking about convention. Here we are. Here we are, and we've been working on convention for a couple of months here. But for you know many of the people who are going to be listening to this podcast, this may be you know the the first they've heard of it, or maybe they've looked at the you know the kind of um, you know uh, stripped down um, schedule that we've posted on our website for a while. But we can start to share some details now, and this is where it really gets exciting. So so let's let's jump in, and you know from the very beginning, Jill. We had hundreds of proposals to sift through, mm-hmm. and that was pretty awesome. Now, this was my this was my first go through, you know, this part of the process. So, compared to previous years, is that the norm? I I believe it's the norm to have hundreds, and and we again had hundreds. Which what's super fun this time is that our proposals came in in kind of two two buckets. Whether um, whether they wanted to present in person or on demand for our virtual attendees. And so we had more options, which made it um, more interesting, uh, harder, (laughs) and yet there's talent everywhere. And so uh, Mm -hmm. I always dread looking at hundreds of things after they've gone through the review cycles of our reviewers. So we we have many reviewers who look through it all first, and then we look at the whole list and try to schedule it all together. But it's very encouraging. And I don't know if you felt that way, Colleen, but I love looking at the talent across the country and the variety of of expertise that we have with us here in Catholic education. And so I always feel excited when I look at it. And and they're always really tough decisions. <laughs> I think back about yeah. And I don't know what your experiences have been, Colleen, but I think back to when I was a teacher and I loved sharing what I was up to in my classroom and I loved going to professional development, but I would often get the reject letter. And I got that reject letter uh, (laughs) quite a few times from NCA. And I don't know, as teachers, you don't know how to write a proposal, but you also, I don't know. But now I understand on the other side of it, um, how how many tough calls the reviewers made and then we had to make, yeah. and it's like we had to say no to, um, I mean, many, like I, I can't even say dozens, like hundreds of really yeah. good content and experts um, just out of logistics. And, yeah. and last year, yeah. so I'll say last year we could just flood, I mean, we could say a, a more yeses last year because on-demand sessions could just, I mean, we just flooded them. We just had so many. We just we said yes to many. And in this year we had to scale scale things for in person, number of rooms, number of session slots. Um, mm-hmm. There's only so much time in the day. And so so that was 
that was an added complication, but also really encouraging that there's a lot of good happening in the country and many people who are willing to share their practice even during a difficult year. Yeah. So, you know, just you know, previous to this, I had been a review team member. So for, uh, you know, a few different NCEA conference events prior to this, I had been on the review team. So I saw, um, you know, snapshots. When you're on the review team, you're looking at particular learning tracks. So I always had, you know, some idea of what was, what people across the country were submitting in specific learning tracks. So this was the first time I really got to look at proposals from all of the different learning tracks. And I'm actually really grateful to the people that participate on that review team because that that's some heavy lifting that those people do, um, you know, as volunteers to help us uh, whittle down the offerings for for professional learning at this conference. So that was pretty awesome. And yes, Jill, I too received rejection letters from NCEA. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel better. Thank you for saying that, Colleen. <laughs> and actually, you know, even after, and, and I'm an NCEA author, as you are too, but I re, I actually received a rejection um, after I had published with NCEA. But oh. that's because when you submit multiple proposals, which many, many people do, it isn't surprising. Like you can't, no matter how good your sessions are, how good the content is, now I understand this, not all of the proposals from one person can be accepted, right? Right, Because right. there's so much out there. There was so and, much good stuff. And it's a bit of a, re, of a blind review process. Like yep. we're mm -hmm. not just fast tracking names through because they're so-and-so. Like we're truly looking, and this is the reviewers truly look at the objectives and the descriptions and balancing the program and all those things. So anyway, I want to yeah, make sure we talked about that before we, yeah, before we got any further with with what's in store. And it's fun to talk about this right now because we don't have all of the sessions out on paper yet. So if you check the website, I mean, this truly, this podcast is coming out before we are able to get it in your hands um, as a full program in front of you. So this is your true reveal of the program. <laughs> so here we go. So, but there are some, you just talked a little bit about last year's convention, which was different from any previous year's convention. So it if you think back in the past, you know, um, it, conventions always been in person with anywhere from between 7,000 people and 15,000 people at mm -hmm. convention, right? Mm -hmm. Last year, it was solely online. This year, once again, it's totally different from any NCEA convention ever presented because we have both options. We have in-person and we're going to have virtual and on-demand. So this is, you know, again, another first for NCEA. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we're trying to do the best of both worlds. Uh, we didn't feel ready to go only in person. We know there are plenty who are going to be participating virtually. So trying to balance those needs um, is important. And so we have sort of these three buckets. So we have people who are attending virtually and those virtual attendees are going to have a live stream for the three days of the convention so they can see what's happening in that main stage. Mm -hmm. And that main stage is where we're having mass and where we're celebrating together and where our keynote and main stage speakers and panels are happening. So that will be live streamed for all the virtual attendees um, and we'll hit record and make sure that we capture all those moments. They will also have the robust on-demand libraries to peruse um, as they please and we'll have that open for i believe those 90 days post convention mm -hmm. for all attendees so even if you're there in person with us you can access all of that on-demand content or re-watch anything happening on the main stage for those 90 days which is a great blessing 
And then for those joining in New Orleans with us, they will have the option of hanging out in that main stage room um, and gathering with others for that content. But there will also be the breakout sessions happening in 15 other rooms Mm -hmm. throughout the convention space. So you're going to get quite a bit of what you would historically remember from NCA conventions that were in person, which go back three years now to Chicago. Um, And, you know, and prior to that, of just lots and lots of options and many other things that people want to do again. So we are hoping to capture the best of both worlds. We're hoping everyone gives us grace as we're trying to run two simultaneous convention experiences on a very small NCA um, team right now. But it's going to be great. And I think um, those options are going to allow everyone an opportunity to grow in their faith formation and professional development, whether they want to stay close to home or can join us in person. Great. So let's talk about that main stage. I know people want to know. So if you are going to be in person, you're going to see these live. If you are going to be a virtual attendee, what you're going to see will be the main stage. So Jill, why don't you run down some of these main stage events? Okay, so we have Father Tony Ricard, who's going to kick us off after Mass on the first day. And his talk, oh, he was on the podcast in December, and he Uh is just doing incredible work. I mean, for everyone feeling like they're wearing so many hats right now, he's wearing probably more. (laughs) He is um, a campus minister and a theology teacher and a pastor of a parish in New Orleans, and he works with young men. And so his um, campus ministry team is bigger than... Um, I believe it's bigger than their football team. No, it's bigger than their (laughs) band. It's bigger than their band. And so he is just um, impacting and being a role model for so many people. Um, He's a great name to Google and look at what he's authored. Um, So he'll be present for us also in the the exhibit hall for those three days so you can see some of his titles and have conversation with him in his ministry. But he's going to kick us off because he's very inspirational. I feel feel better every time we talk with him. And he just has great perspective. of just working with youth and 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 doing the work, doing the hard work doing that's very work. fulfilling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The other yeah. um the other big name, the other big keynote here is Chris McKenna from Protect Young Eyes, and you may or may not know him. What's What's crazy about the story of connecting with Chris McKenna is that <laughs> his name came up as we were vetting through um, who should keynote from a from a diocese somewhere. Do you remember where that was, Colleen? Who was who gave oh, us yeah. that idea? Oh yeah, it was it was from our friends in uh, Kentucky. Okay, so um, the name came up, and I said, "Well, I know Chris McKenna. Yeah, he's brilliant. Like, why wouldn't we have him keynote? Because he's from Michigan, and he his expertise is technology." in non-public schools. So he works with a lot of, he's worked with many dioceses, he's worked with individual Catholic schools. He does a lot of work on um, empowering parents to embrace technology, not be scared of it, but also truly protect kids. So he has a background in understanding um, pornography addiction. He has a background in understanding you know, Christian point of view. He has he just has background of understanding that balance of protection, but also um, you know, the cool parts of tech too. Like just it doesn't have to be one extreme or the other. You don't have to be a tech expert and you don't have mm-hmm. to be scared of technology. So a very balanced approach. He runs really cool um parent workshops in the evenings for schools. Um, but he's gonna talk to us about that, just not losing sight of technology from a very balanced perspective. So again, he'll be available that whole time too, also in the expo hall, Mm -hmm. so that you can 
continue to engage with him and talk to him about um, you know, his tips and his tricks and, and the long, steady, hard work of, of that too. So very excited to have him. Um, also on the main stage, we have a number of NCA authors. So we have mm-hmm. Frank Donaldson, we have Mike Boyle, um, we have Sister Dale McDonald, who's going to team up with Jennifer Daniels from the USCCB. Um, we have a mental health panel. So how are we handling, how are we addressing mental health issues in Catholic schools right now? We have um, a team co- talking about university partnerships on Ladato Sea, caring for our common home and environmentalism in schools. So there's great things, great variety happening on that main stage that everyone's going to have access to. Right. Yeah, that will be very exciting. So those will be um, those will be the the highlights for all of our virtual antennas to see as the live stream. But let's run down a little bit more of the topics for our in person attendees. So again, there's so much uh, so much available, and you know we know that at convention in person we really the bulk of our attendees are teachers. We have a lot of school leaders, but it, it really is mostly teachers, elementary school, high school. We Then we have some counselors, we have special educators, and then we have our higher ed people. And you know, it's there's such a, a gamut and we will have some diocesan leadership there as well. We know that. But so some of those in-person topics, we've got um, bridging the racial divide. We have uh, several enrollment management. So people who are looking for that um, that operational vitality aspects of running the school, several offerings for those people. We have special education and social emotional health topics, um, technology topics. What else am I not thinking mm-hmm. of? I, there's there's just so much going on. Yeah, and, and knowing the variety of attendees who come to you is really important to us as we built the schedule that if you are, you know, um, if you are a marketing specialist in your school, you will be able to attend and have marketing sessions at every single breakout time there is something for you. Um, same with high school teachers. Same with catechists. We know that there is an incredible catechist network in Louisiana. And so making sure that um, faith formation and catechesis uh, clearly is, is always part of our program. But thinking about that from a broader perspective, if you are hoping hoping to strengthening your con- your concept of Catholic theology, you can do that the whole time. Um, you know, balancing faith and science. Uh, what else? Micro schools. If you are concentrated on multi-age and micro schools right now, you can find things in almost every time slot. So a true variety of sessions, um, but also thinking through every um, moment that there's something for everyone. Um, trying to think of other topics that we have going on there. Well, we had so many. I mean, if you remember when we first started looking through the mission and Catholic identity mm-hmm. track was absolutely robust. So there really is quite a bit in in uh, the realm of formation. So, you know, retreats, if you're interested in learning about retreats and then so much um, in terms of leadership and teaching as a ministry. So that's yes. all there too. Yeah. Yes. And about, you know, the candidate pool for teachers, that's on many leaders mind right now. How do we mm-hmm. retain good teachers? How do we make sure our leadership pipelines are strong? So um, many who are offering sessions on that and also leadership formation programs. So just many, many different aspects. Um, You know, this year is going to be different. Uh, Who's coming in person? We can't take as easy of a guess of how many teacher sessions versus leader sessions right now, Mm -hmm. because we also recognize that some people are are struggling to get out of the classroom as we think of substitute teachers and extra supports. So, uh, you know, my guess, if I was to make a guess, I would I would guess half of our attendees will be teachers and half will be in leadership positions. And so ensuring that there is 
um, the right sessions for those audiences was important to us. And I, I think everyone will see that in the program. So the on-demand content too, though, will also be spectacular. So we know we've already been told by so many of our, our friends across the country that they can't travel uh, for whatever reason. There are many people who simply cannot come, even if they wanted to be there in person with us, they just can't this year. So mm -hmm. we wanna make sure for those people who are opting to do the, um, the virtual uh, attendee option and, uh, you know, access everything on demand, we want to make sure that it's just as robust. So it's going to be spectacular, all of that on-demand content. So it, it is. there's, and I, there's, yeah, sorry, I, I got very excited and interrupted <laughs> you. you. Got, but you got really but excited. Here's, this, okay. morning, this morning, I was looking back through the on-demand list and there are uh -huh. so many great programs or just though that content is so solid that I hope that our in-person attendees um, go back through all those on-demand sessions because there are some top name speakers in that list that right. in a in a year where we were all in person, those would all be in-person sessions. And so, um, yeah, I was blown away actually when I went back through how much expertise is in the on-demand library. Yeah, yeah, and that on-demand library. So we're, you know, we're, we're looking at topics like, you know, conflict management for leaders, lots of English language learner topics, research studies, theology of the body, anti-racism, Catholic identity in early childhood specifically, really mm -hmm. good stuff. And you're right, these would have been in person. So some of those speakers that, that we're talking about, I mean, we've got superintendents who uh, they might even be attending in person. I'm, I'm not even sure, but some of these superintendents are going to be offering just on-demand sessions for you. So, um, you know, Dr. Tim Ewell, we've got Dr. Adam Dufault, Dr. Vince Schmidt, um, our friends from University of Notre Dame and the Roach Center at Boston College are going to be offering um, on-demand sessions, the Cardinal Newman Society, principals and practitioners from all over the country. So, you know, really good stuff. You, you won't be disappointed with, with the on-demand option. Right, and so we're happy to answer any questions people have as they're registering and trying to figure out what is, how do I navigate um, the virtual attendance. We, um, it'll be the same platform as last year and we had thousands of people with us last year. So I think we have quite a few returning with the watch parties so your whole school can attend together and have all of that content. Um, but if you need any help navigating that, our team is happy to assist. All right, so. Um, so Jill, let's move beyond content. I know that that's what you and I get really excited about is the, the really the professional learning, but there's a lot more that happens at convention in person that's, you know, outside of those presentation rooms. So let's talk about that stuff a little bit. Sure. And the rest of our NCA team has been working really hard at ensuring all the other logistics and all this other planning is is what we all are eager to get back to. And so for anyone who's attended convention in the past, you have these favorite moments of walking the expo hall and meeting new connections and getting your hands on new curricular materials or new technologies or new relationships, you know, um, going going down the hallway of, of all of the higher ed um, partners who really want um, really want us to you know continue our educations all the things that happen in the expo hall will be happening again um we also will have our favorite nca central where you can put your hands on all those nca books make some purchases you know get your next library of reading in your hands uh we will also have our author book signings again um we also have these and extra Jill, oh, yeah go ahead 
Mm-hmm. So, so uh, that's one thing we didn't mention. So the author book signings, I mean, some of your favorites that you have seen for years at NCEA, of course, are going to be there. So come and meet with those authors. Jody Blanco, of course, will be there. Um, Dan Masterton will be there. Um, Crystal Brooks is going to be there. There are, I think we've got somewhere between 12 and 15 NCEA mm-hmm. authors that are going to be doing book signings. So please come and stop by and see them. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then, and then of course, we'll have some of our favorite tag on events with um, the superintendent's breakfast, which is a great time to rub shoulders with other system leaders. So it's important for us to share with you that that's not just if your job title is superintendent, that's for anyone at system leadership. So anyone who's overseen a network of schools or works for the superintendent or for the bishop. Um, all of all of those folks to be together for breakfast um, and then also the president's dinner will be monday evening and that is our awards dinner so the llp awards the lead learn proclaim awards and the president's awards will be honored that evening that's open to everyone so anyone who wants to come to dinner um it is you know the best dinner party of the year right there so <laughs> join us for that it kicks off the week um and then for anyone just looking for that national perspective Um, You have to check out the program on the third day. So in the final slot, we will have our state of Catholic education where we talk about um, we have our president, Lincoln Snyder, on stage with the USCCB and others with national voices talking about where are we in Catholic education and where are we headed? Yeah. And, you know, if you want to hear more about, um, you know, just being in New Orleans, because that's also a perk of being uh, in person at the event, it's being in the city. And, you know, recently I talked to Dr. Raynell Houston, who is the superintendent of schools uh, for the Archdiocese of New Orleans. And if you, she loves her city, you want to get excited about going to New Orleans, listen to her podcast, because it'll just get you psyched up about wanting to be um, in a really cool place in the springtime. Mm -hmm. And she was just on. So that was just a week or two ago, correct? So people Mm -hmm. can look right back at that podcast episode. That's a great, great way to um, make that connection as well. She's on our board. So it's a blessing to have to, to be in New Orleans as the host city. It was a fun, fun city to visit. So we also, you know, we We've just started getting back in person with people recently, and we're doing these smaller events. But the feedback that we've been getting from our members and the people who are are starting to come to in-person events, they're recognizing how much they missed it, and they didn't realize Mm -hmm. how much they missed it until they got there, until they could Mm -hmm. be in person with their colleagues, until they could be with people who love Catholic schools and love Catholic education as much as they do. So if you're on the fence about it, um, you know, just the feedback that we've gotten, it it really feeds the soul to be mm-hmm. in person with others. So that's that's just kind of my, um, you know, my, my shout out to that. If it's possible and you're on the fence, come join us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I can see it even doing a virtual, even running a virtual training for an hour, hour and a half with folks just getting, you know, professional learning right now. We need to dive back in. It's just so critical to um, the sustainability of our mission and our ministry and why we are Catholic educators, like why, why we're here. And I um, you can see just that that happiness in people's eyes when that's the topic they're diving into for an hour online. So imagine that in person for three days where you just feel like you feel like you're on retreat. You're with your people. You're going to mass each day with with hundreds. Um, and you are also, you know, just 
you know, re recommitting to your to where you are headed professionally and also serving students. So coming back to your buildings refreshed and ready for those final months of school. And, you know, we realized that 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 Monday night um, dinner, the president's dinner takes place the Monday after Easter. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, convention is that week after Easter. And many people are on their, uh, you know, spring break that week. And um, we know that maybe you just wanted to lay on the couch for a week and (laughs) and refresh and and regenerate after the, you know, the difficult year that you that you've had. But um, this can also be a very uh, inspiring, reinvigorating um, experience. And, you know, spring break in New Orleans is not a terrible thing. <laughs> not a terrible thing. And I always, I always brought my family. And so I have young uh-huh. kids and they were very young at some of these conventions. And so they would, you know, they'd hop around whatever city we were in uh, with the family while I was in meetings all day. But it was, it was good. And it felt like we got, we got away and it was, you know, safe and healthy where we are following all protocols here during this event. Um, but it's it's just good to be together, and that's what this is going to be. So, Jill, before we wrap up, I I do want to kind of do a shout out to well, I want to do a couple of shout outs. First of all, the the podcast that we've been running, um, you know, since December, and that will run up until the time of convention. Several of the podcasts are of speakers. So, um, you know, we've got some research studies, I've got some teachers and principals and just different people uh, that I've been talking to who are going to be speakers either in person or on demand. And so if you want to um, you know, just kind of get a taste of the personalities of some of the people who are providing content for this event, take a listen to the podcast. They've been a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I also want to give a shout out to our, our small but mighty NCEA team because this this is a an exercise in innovation and um you know just trying new things because what we're doing has never been done before so you know shout out to my my colleagues at at ncea too absolutely and it's been fun i love innovation i've (laughs) it's been fun to say well is this possible is this what's best for schools right now of course it is what sessions do they need of course they need these of course they need to be together and have a virtual option so just really um listening to our membership and then making it possible has been uh yeah it's been very um groundbreaking and fun to do together with with many of us on the team all right Anything else you want to say before we uh, wrap up for the day? I just look forward to meeting so many people during our days together in New Orleans and virtually. Um, It's just been a a great um, era of continuing to provide professional development and all the programs of NCA um, virtually. But this is really uh, one of the big moments back. And uh, we just look forward to all those connections. I know one of the greatest things about convention is um, locally then thinking about which speakers and which topics do you need to bring back to your diocese, back to your school, back to your team. And that's what this event has always done for me, is starting to think about what about this do I need to replicate back home? Who do I need to bring back? Um, Who are those up and coming names that are going to help drive you know, our own schools forward. And so we just don't want anyone to miss that chance um, to get everyone back in their groove of learning and in this ministry. So yeah. I look forward to all the connections that will be made while we're there. 
Yeah, likewise. And you know, Jill and I are, we're the type of people who we get our energy from meeting other people. You, I mean, you can just tell <laughs> as we're sitting here talking about this, how excited <laughs> we are to see everybody. So um, yeah, can't wait. I can't wait to see you there. So um, I, I just want to thank again, Jill, thanks for taking time today to run this down with me. This was a lot of fun. And I want to thank our um, sponsors today. So our podcast sponsor, um, Archangel Tablets. So a shout out to Josh and Massimo at Arch Archangel Tablets for being our podcast sponsor. And of course, thank you to the listeners for tuning in again. Uh, a new podcast drops every Thursday. And um, we hope to see you at convention. Have a good day.